Hey everybody, this is Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor, and I am not doing a drive home podcast. I'm in my newly arranged office. And it is so beautiful in here. And I bet you can't guess who that is. Hey guys. Yep, it's Ivy. The Happy Whisk. The Happy Whisk. The Happy Whisk. The, yeah. Because how many Happy Whisks do you meet in your lifetime? So the applies. The applies. So today, in my new office, I thought I would do an unboxing again. I told you guys about the package I had coming from Lulu, and it finally arrived. Ivy already opened it, but that's okay. <laughs> I didn't really look, though. I just wanted to open it. She just wanted to open it, so she did. So, so, yes, so the premise for this one was... I bought a book from Chuck Thorne. He came, he uh, released a book, and right now I can't remember the title of it, but we'll we'll go through them and and uh, uh, talk about that one. But then I kind of went on this thing hunt. It's been a, a while since I've bought, bought anything from Lulu, so I thought I would go on there and just my criteria was it had to be OSR Adventures and it had to be less than I can't remember if it was like eight bucks or something. So I got a handful of them. So that's what we're gonna. Take a look at today. Oh, and there wouldn't be a home thing without Bug. She is throwing a fit because we're not paying attention to her. You gonna go let her out? No, you have balls. Oh, okay. So Ivy's gonna get her some stuff. So it looks like I got five different. No, no, I got one, two, three. I got a few here, more than I remember. Oh. Some reason I must have ordered two one thing. So it looks like I've, I got I bought one, two, three, four, five, six, and doubled one of them. All right. So the first one is the one I bought from Chuck from Chuck Thorne. Um, he has his own podcast and all and his own um, uh, blog. Forgotten Tales of Sword and Sorcery is the name of his book. And my freaking corners are all dinged up on all Aww. these. Look at that. Oh, I see. That's even gouged. Fuckers. And look at all these top corners. This one's bent. Uh, Joe will be Joe, pleased. Joe, Joe's over there chuckling right his ass off somewhere. He's like, oh, so. that fucker's got bent books. Yeah. <laughs> he is amused. So he releases now. I didn't read too much about it at the time and everything. It's just Chuck, and it, he's someone I uh, follow. His his I, I'm subscribed to his website and then or his, his blog, and then I also um, have per, participate in his Patreon. Um, so what this looks like it is a Robert E. Howard, Fritz Lieber, Michael Moorcock, and many more have com- contributed greatly to RPGs and popular culture. Many games have attempted to emulate these works. Those works. Uh, this game is not about that. So in my youth, it wasn't a lot literary works that grabbed my attention. No, it was comic books and B source and sorcery movies on VHS. It was the artwork such as Frank Frazetta, Michael Whelan, and Boris Villaggio. Um, and that's what this game is about. So, okay. So, he's kind of switched it up a little bit. I'll tell you the truth. I mean, I don't know if there's much difference <laughs> in a lot of ways. Because 
Although those two are very related as far as I, you know, when I think of them, they kind of all uh, blend together. So it says this is uh, Forgotten Tales of Swords and Sorcery uses the white box rules as its core and additional information from the supplements. Anyone familiar with old school games should find all those concepts easy to follow. So what Chuck's doing here, bub, is he is, instead of doing the traditional uh, influences, he's going, he says, for the secondary artists. And I want to show you some of the artists that uh, he likes. You'll love their artwork. You guys will like her, her reaction. <laughs> What? What is it? What do you mean my reaction? Nothing. This one's Frank Frazetta. This is his artwork. He is best known for... What? Boobs? That's coming. Now, okay. This guy. You'll probably recognize him from Molly Hatchet covers. He's called The Death Dealer. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a series of books about him and everything. But that's... He's the one who did that. I mean, he's just... His work's yeah, that, amazing. That I do like. Yeah, I mean that. Well, I mean that. Look, Molly Hatchet. That looks mm. like a Molly Hatchet. Uh, yeah, that looks good. Uh, that cover. really that looks yeah. good. Oh, here, here's the one that they use for the Molly Hatchet cover. This one right here. Do yeah. you recognize that one? It does look really good. Yeah, yeah. So, mm -hmm. this is his one influence, and let's get to the fun one. We'll do Boris next. I mean, he's got his. Uh, I, I guess I got to show her the other Frazetta stuff because that is, this is, these are his typical boobs. Oh, lots of them, and well, and they and they got bun, all of them got buns of steel too. Yeah, yeah. Let's see here. Let's get you some Frazetta girls. Are you gonna try the angel pose? I don't think they are, but there we go. So most of uh, most of his stuff is like you know, naked women, big boobs, and no ding dongs in sight. Uh, I don't think there are any dongers available in his yeah. site. But I mean, that's why you women you you women need to draw your own donger pictures. So there you go. I'm th I'm thinking Frank didn't like dongers. He liked boobs and girls' butts. So that's what he drew. I do have a naked picture of you in a cartoon that I posted. Did you? Yeah, remember you're not wearing any pants. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Can't see anything though. You're sitting down. Yeah. Must have been tucked. <laughs> All right, and then this is Boris. Boris is a, a lot of the same stuff. Sure. You can see the similar. Yeah. kind of thing his was a little bit more i would say a little bit cleaner in a lot of ways but i really i mean i think i i'd have to say probably out of the two i think i like frank's stuff a little bit better but i mean his stuff is really good too i can't go wrong with all these amazing pictures but he was he kind of did a lot of i think fantasy space stuff like you know he's got atlas air and and then there's another Naked woman trying to ride a well, there's a naked man, but no ding-dong in the last one. That's a woman. No, that one. That one that you just did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Okay, in this side. So Ivy always complains about enough dongs on TV because women always show. We've been watching Titans. What is that, Titans? 
Yeah. Yeah. So, butts. Just butts. Yeah, well, you got man butt, so don't yeah, complain. I well, all I got is one girl butt and a side boob, and you got all the man butt from, I mean, that one guy's never wearing clothes in it. Superman? Yeah, he's naked and uh, the, the tiger kid. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, the Gar tiger, yeah, or something Gar, like yeah. that. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's that's our conversations we have at night. There's a little insight. The other one was naked, too. Hawk. There's one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I, I probably pushed that out of my head. <laughs> but back to, now back to Chuck's book here. So sorry, Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> see what happened, Chuck? We got detoured there. <laughs> His his book's um, seventy yeah. like seventy five pages long, and it's kind of what you would expect of a a white box um, book. You know, very um, simple rules, and um, so he's got the warrior class, the wanderer class. I guess that's sort of like a a thief type class. More, maybe even more of like a con man kind of class. Sorcerer, and then it goes into saving throws. Did I miss a class, or it just has the three? Yeah, so it looks like it just has the warrior, the wanderer, and the sorcerer. So you got three classes in there. And, uh, yeah, so he's got some specialized rules through it. Healing and death, last stand, unconscious and dead, healing... So, yep, so that's from Chuck. That's what started all this from Magic Pig Media. Go check it out. It's on Lulu, guys. I'll put the link in the notes. It's called The Forgotten... What is that? I can't even read. Is that Forgotten... Let me go this way. Forgotten Tales. That does not look good. Oh, that A is weird looking. Forgotten Tales yeah. of Sword and Sorcery. So check it is out. It? Yep, you can have it. Don't hit the key. Don't so I hit the keyboard, keyboard and I and I stopped recording through this one book. So now I'm doing it again, and I'm not pleased. <laughs> well, because you hit the key. I There's think... nothing recording now. It's got no sound waves. Yeah, but it is recording. See. It... Now I gotta check because now it doesn't look like right, it's recording. Right. It's, re <laughs> it's recording. Okay, it was recording. Just now the sound waves yeah, are invisible. Yeah, sure that this is continually running up. Yeah, don't hit the stupid keyboard. Don't hit the pause. So what I did, guys, just to so I rearranged the office, and now I have my road mic on a what are these things? I don't know. I call it swing arm. Oh, swing stretchy arm. Swing, swing arm. And you can so I can like whip it out, put it back, whip it out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, do these podcasts now. But apparently I have to be careful of Yeah, you my can't just don't hit your keyboard. All right, let's push well, it back. Your keyboard is so big. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> Anyways. So now we have a new book to look so at. So now I'm going to... No, it's not new. I just did it and I'm doing it again. Well, they don't know that unless you I tell just them told that. Them. <laughs> that's awesome. But now we know how to pronounce this. So we, oh, that's we, right. We had a funny bit on how to pronounce this, but you guys are never going to hear it. It didn't get recorded. Yeah. So it's from the folks of Basic Fantasy. Uh, this one's written by Kyle Hedinger. The Black Apple. I was pronouncing it bruh because it's B-R-U-G-H, but it, apparently we went on the creepy voice people and they said it was brew. brew. And we found out it was kind of like a derelict mansion or something like like that. I, I hadn't heard that term before. So, um, yeah, artwork's pretty interesting ivy likes the purple border 
she just bought paint that's purple, so now she's... I do. The yeah. only thing I would say is, even though these are interesting colors in here, mm -hmm. I think that this is lost. For me, this is lost. What's lost? This right here. I would like to see this a bit bigger. See, because I'm like... I'm what, the, the person in the middle? Yeah. There's... Well, that's the bruh probably back there, and that's the creepy elf lord that's... But all this mm. forefront, or whatever this is called, is kind of lost, like... Well, it's probably the overgrowth that they have to kind of go into get to get okay. to it. So it probably all has a purpose. Sure. Everything. Now that I know what a bruh is. Now you know what a bruh. Or brew. 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 No. Brew. I still like bruh better. Bruh. Uh, sounds it like looks a like there's pointy ears there, but I really can't see. Like, I want to see that face more. Oh, you want to see? Well, he's probably a mysterious, you know, old... So we were going through it, and there's this funny picture in here. I'm going to go oh, through it again. Oh, that's right. It was yeah. a good bit he did. Yeah. So you've got a guy wearing an oil funnel. It looks like the Tin Man. Looks like a Tin Man. Mm -hmm. Standing behind a guy, he's giving a lobotomy. Then you got a friar with a dong drinking tankard or something like that. And then you got a nun who looks kind of bored with a book on her head like she's, like, one of those models who walks around with a book on her head. But she's sitting at like a cafe table. Yeah, she's got like some sort of cafe or table she's sitting at. Who lost? There's some shoes underneath there. Poor guy doesn't have any feet. <gasps> I or, didn't notice it too the dark. first time. I didn't notice it the first time. No, I didn't either. So yeah, that's you know, so that's the kind of party that they throw at the brew. First one who passes out gets a frontal lobotomy by the Tin Man. Which it looks like. Yeah. In that painting smock. And a, yes, yes. As the the friar with the dong tankard critiques him as he does it, and the nun sits there and goes. And what I had said is, what I like is the layout is very clean and easy yeah. to read. Yeah, I mean, like all their their uh, products. I'm checking. We're still recording. Okay, didn't hit the thing. No. Um, it's always a clean because it's a sans serif font so there's no scrolly bits or anything it's very simple two column left and right justified everything's easy to read and everything's uh simple to find and they always add this to all their adventures where when they give you a monster block and their monster blocks like three two three pages or pages sent or like lines uh, they always add like a square tick boxes so you can uh, tick off the hit points if you want to write in the book. And like I, like I was saying, I, like 98% of, of you out there just cringe. But I tell you the truth, I mean, you could really just write in the creases and corners and just, you know, take notes in these books. They're only $4, you know, so... They're they're not so if you go through it. And that's you, only four bucks. Yeah, I mean that's how cheap their products are. They always sell. Like I said, they have I don't know how many books. I'm gonna say they have 15 books, but I bet you you can probably buy all 15 books for less than 40 dollars in there because he good. he just sells them at cost. They're just amazing. So the the concept of this adventure is what danger lies in the brew, not the bra. Black Apple is a small village on the edge of a great wood near a bra, no, brew, a earthen mound. So, but when I looked it up, it said a mansion, I thought it said an old mansion. So, maybe it has other meanings, but. Wherein is confined a cruel elf lord who once ruled the people of the village. He cannot leave the brew, but is he truly no longer a threat? Who knows? I guess you'll find out. So it's made for four to six players of first to third level. 
and you can always get these basic fantasy rpg core rules uh for free at basicfantasy.org there so yeah it looks like a, I, you know i have all the other books so as soon as they put out with put out one i uh i snag it because you know for that price there's no it's reason not to yeah and they, and they put out good stuff i always enjoy what i get and you got a mix of artwork i mean there's the artwork is uh you know you got a mix of uh, that's a pretty cool one there i like that one uh and like the maps in the back or all the maps are in the back very simple very readable maps so you won't have any you know there's no frills on them but uh, you're not gonna have any hard time deciphering what's going on with them so that's that's what you won't you know know from a map so all right that was black apple brew but it's spelled b-r-u-g-h and that I got that one in, these are all from Lulu so like I said I'll have I'll have links in the show notes for all of these now the next one up for bid First edition fantasy module one into the might layer by written by Philip Reed. I don't know if that's Phil Reed, the guy who buys everything on Kickstarter. Yes. You're getting close to hitting. Oh, that. I'm gonna hit the button again. Yeah. Uh so it's by Ronin Arts or Ronin, however you want to put not green. There's no color in this one, so it's just regular Ronin Arts. What is this one printed out? Let's see here kind of curious this one's kind of a shorter one I think the the other one I was talking about was 44 pages including maps 44 44 I'm on target there very good so uh, Ronin Art steps back in time to an age of excessive violence deep dungeons wandering monsters and late night gaming excitement into the Might Layer, the first real release of Ronin Arts, first edition fantasy series. Is Bug thrown a fit again? Yeah, she grabbed the money wrappers. No. And she was swinging it around. <laughs> Features is sent into a terrible layer of the Mites. Just makes you itchy just talking about it. Fight for your life in this module for four to six characters. Levels for three to five. Designed for the use of Osric or any other first edition style game system so let's see this one will go right to the thing it's 12 pages long uh, and again this one is a eight and a half by 11 size book and let me see so Phil Philip reads one of it and it's the artwork is reflective of first edition stuff I mean it's very you know black and white line drawn um i like to cover a lot you know it's just you know kind of looks like a junior high project kind of one but yeah, it's got it a lot of yeah. but it's got a lot it's of like personality on, outside of someone's on someone's book on there yeah yeah it's fun it's got a fun look to it it's like kind of yeah character? that's probably a mite since they're all over yeah. yeah so you got the one guy looks like he's punching a mite in the head like you ain't got a cleric and the warriors doing their thing let's take a look at inside real quick again this is the same kind of format uh, left and right justified uh, simple fonts readable fonts um, some simple artwork mixed in very very little artwork actually mixed in but the, the artwork that they did that's actually pretty nice 
Then they've got monsters in the back. Not sure why they have these monsters in the back because they're kind of like a, you know, like Hobgoblin, a Kobold, and a Mite are kind of standard monsters. So maybe unless they have some sort of variant on it that uh, is not normal, but uh, they dedicated a couple pages to them. And then they got a Gith Yonkey. I guess that's different from a Gith Yankee. What is it? What is that? It's a. I'll show you. I got my. This is a. That's a Gith Yankee. Oh. So I guess. It looks I think like that was a mummy at some point. Yeah, I know. It's it's kind of. I forgot what they are. They're they're like this race that's from a it's different like a dimension. Mummy elf monkey. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, pretty much. They always carry these swords, and the swords are pretty nasty. They got some pretty bad special abilities. Uh. Let's see here. So the illustrated by David Hamilton. Um, and it looks like Philip was uh, the lead on the writing, the layout, design, and maps. Looking for, oh, here's the maps. Okay. So the maps are just black and white maps. Black background white. Woo! I would not want to print these out on my printer. <laughs> it's expensive. I would not want to print these. Out. Yeah. That <laughs> All the lines. Right there. Yeah. That makes me sweat just yes, looking at them. It? That does makes me sweat too, actually. Yeah, so basic, it's just your very basic map. We're talking about just caverns and numbers of rooms. I like else. this one. Everything's in it. I am not a fan of that going off there. That's the entrance. Oh, I don't like So that. that's where you're probably coming in at, and that's why they do it that way. Oh, I see. I'm going to guess that's probably water there. So let's take a look at the front real quick, guys, too. Um, so the adventure background is 40 years ago a band of hobgoblins fleeing humans and elves discovered a complex series of caverns beneath an immense mountain range the caverns inhabited only by mites and a few hundred rats they easily were easy picking for the hobgoblins the hobgoblin king that led the assault in this stroke of intelligence rarely seen among their kind decided that allowing the mites to live within the caverns would only make it more difficult for future invaders to reach his people okay in few in fact after establishing his hold over the caverns the hobgoblin king had several dozen more of the creatures brought in so there you go yeah it does say gith is it i don't know if that's a g or q but yeah i think someone's playing with uh <laughs> kind of switching up the name a little bit because they can't use that one that gith yankee because i think that's one of the protective properties of uh them so yeah so I'm, it's, it looks How like a if you said it, I, I think that one was let me let me look at my order I, that'll help out give me one second guys going on lulu 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 which i haven't lulu 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 welcome to the singing portion of the podcast yes this is your ad for the day. Where the hell's Lulu? There it is. Are you just gonna go keep going, huh? I'm about to go into the monsters. Oh, I thought you were gonna go into I Dream a Genie for some reason. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I snorted. Yeah, you go. Right, no, I yeah. snorted. Uh, all right, let's see. Got that. So, all right, here we go, guys. So, da, 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 da. we'll go through the prices real quick here of what we've done so far. So, Chuck's book was seven bucks. 
that black <laughs> the black apple bruh was what? only 320 so it wasn't even four dollars and then this one was 698 uh, so seven bucks seven bucks for this one seven bucks, next seven one bucks. we're going into is the blue home uh, the Necropolis of Neuromen. Let's see how much this one was. Uh, where's that at? There you go. Six so bucks. Six bucks. Yeah, so. Dang. That's what I told you. I went, just got the ones that were under like a certain amount. Yeah. Fantasy Role Playing Adventure. Justin Becker and Th Michael Thomas. Uh, introductory first level fantasy role playing adventure. Tabletop role playing with paper pencils, blah blah blah. This is not a standalone book. You want the they said you need the blue home books. No, you don't. But you know, if you want to, you can. And the cover is by is public domain domain by Caspar David Frederick. And it is kind of a cool looking thing. So what they did is they took a looks like a broken cathedral with cult members going into it and a wintery scene and then they put the blue hue over it like most blue home books do kind of that's how they can kind of tell and it's got a fucking thing in the corner it does can i see like a mess of the cover yeah sure oops what are those i think there's a little cult members going into the broken cathedral to oh. do something i don't know that's i guess it's the huh? macro polis what? Nothing. Feeling it. So this thing is this is another eight and a half by eleven book, and I think it's around probably twelve to sixteen pages. Let's see here. Looks like it is. Yeah. Sixteen page book. Let's take a look inside, guys. Uh, so the introduction is this adventure takes place in the depths of a primal, in the primal. Delvingwood, the characters will set out from the tiny town of Camlin Castle, a lonely outpost of the realm on the ancient road known as Elfway. Unless the referee has another plot in mind, the characters have been drawn to the area by rumors of Neuromen and the Neuromen the Necromancer. Okay. And his vast treasure hoard lost since the fall of his domain of law's end so then there's more again same thing guys we're talking real simple fonts it's funny how all these have in common mm -hmm. real simple font uh left and right justified two columns got some rumor tables a little bit more artwork included looks like the artwork inside those a little bit more um so the artwork inside is again public domain by Harry Clark, and then contribute. Yeah, that's what it looks like. But nice, kind of interesting. Again, it's just black and white line work. Really nice though. And the maps. That's so we're going into there. Lots of tables in this one. A couple of these random maps tables. Look more. Yeah, these maps are definitely more stylized. Mm -hmm. This is the, the Overland map. Got a nice forest. Oh, man. Yeah. This, is, this is actually a good-looking map. Who did the maps? Uh, I don't see who the cartographer is. It's weird. They didn't credit the... Yeah. Is that the person's name right there? I can't see. Where's that? 
No, that's scale five miles. Oh, yeah. I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> so apparently this map is done by scale five, five miles. miles. Excellent yeah. job, Miles. Yeah, I mean, he must do a lot, a lot of maps because <laughs> I see his name everywhere. Um, but yeah, the maps. Are there pumpkins? No, there's no. Where? What is that? Uh, it's too far away without my more glasses. more like flowers and weeds and, oh. and that. And then, but the map looks really good. It's, it's, it's a nice map. Uh, nice overlay and then when you get into and then it's got a town map of castle camlin which is actually pretty nice and then it's got a very well done um cavern and i guess this is a kind of a castle map or crypt map or something like that it's cross hatched but what i like about that is the outline of it is solid black and then when, then the crosshatch so it defines it a little bit more. Uh, pretty well done. I mean, it really sticks out. And, oh, it's got another map there too. So whoever did the maps, look at that. There he is. Oh, that's one square, ten feet. That must be his cousin <laughs> or something cousin, like yeah. that. Yeah. So no, the maps look really nice, and even the artwork that they used, I like a lot. Uh, let's see here. I'm looking at some of the the entries. Ooh, that's a good one. Got some nice artwork. Yeah, guys, this one looks pretty nice. I was looking for some of the again your your uh, your monster monsters stats are one line. That's it. So you're not going to get any simpler than that. Ooh, and you got the layer of Lothar. Uh, Lothar. Lothar. Not yeah. Lothar. Or Luth. No, it's not Luther. No, no. Oh, it's Lothar. He's got a lair. That's where he takes all his women that he picks up at night. Okay. Yeah. So that is, what is it, the Necropolis of Neuromen. Six bucks. Yep, six bucks. Now on to the next one that I bought too by accident. I do that. <laughs> think it was by accident it was by accident really yeah i why, why would i buy two of these i don't know but it's oh mm. what well remember that last thing that you bought where it was the exact same thing but one was in a box and one was not in a box that was two. Oh, uh, let's not do that one again but that was two so anyways moving along you can't see the face he's making into the microphone it wasn't two those are two different things the same words different setup though because it was the same box Anyways, so this one is like a zine size. This is a nice zine size. I can I look through it with you. Yeah, you, yeah that's why Look at that. You get yeah. extra copy. You, you can sing along. <laughs> that's right. So it's called The Curse of Blackthorn Valley, and it's got a really fun cover. Big mushrooms, little adventures going through that you know that they're going to die soon. Well, you know why they're going to die soon? Why? Because they got the they got the dumbass mage in front with a torch over his head, and they got the fighter behind him. They put the fighter in front. <laughs> that's very funny. Yeah, that's that's good. why they're gonna die. Yeah, and then and then you got the the guy in the back who's got a bow who's who's looking the wrong way. So, so yeah, so that adventure you'll you'll find their treasure somewhere in this adventure in their bodies. Uh, so this, I don't know what size this is. It's like a. Yeah, it's it's so it's zine sized. That's what it looks like. And it looks who did who wrote this one? John. I don't know how to say that. 
Aspheim. 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 Text and art by John Aspheim. Sorry, John, if I'm doing it. He looks like he released it last year. He says, written for Relics and Ruins. Oh, that's cool. I've never never played in that, that system before. Uh, it's Adventure for three to five. Wait. Group of three to five, level one characters. So another beginning adventure type thing. This one's got, he's stylizing this one. Looks like there's a little bit more stylistic thing going on in here. He's got some page borders going on. He's got different fonts. He's got header fonts. Uh, it's only left justified with indentations with the paragraphs. He's got the raggedy edge on the right side, two, two columns on a page. Uh, How do you feel about the paper? You feel the paper. I like the paper. Oh, I mean, it's I like, different than the other one. Yeah, I like this one quite. Actually, I like the way it looks. It feels like a. It feels like almost like a book, paper to me. Maybe a little. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. I can see that. And then he's got like a little. I don't know some graphics going on on the inside. Looks like this one's twenty-eight pages long. I'm kind of uh, impressed by this one already. I like this one a lot already. I haven't yeah. even gotten into it. Uh, let me so see. So, what will you use this for? Like, what what will you do? Like, what what do you do with these? Okay, so what I do with these sometimes is I'll read through them. I'll I'll read the adventure, and then if I like the adventure, I might like write it my own way or integrate it into game. into a game. Possibly, it's you know, it's always any anything I buy is a possibility for game. I never know, but. Uh, Something, I mean, it's just sort of the things I like to read. I would say, um, out of all of them, for me, so far that we've gone through, I can read this title the easiest. Yeah, well, it's funny. The, it, it's got the simple, like, while everybody else has simple font and simple layout in the inside, their, their outside stuff is a little harder to read because yeah. they use special. Well, this one's not. That, that one's good. That one's got a very simple. It intro. does, but from this is this, this is and this don't well, really go together. Well, this is the traditional like Dungeons and Dragons font I that see. they used in the past. And this looks like yeah. you know lemon milk. <laughs> lemon milk, yeah. So inside, let's let's see what this one's about. About uh, the curse of Buckthorn Valley. The synopsis is: People of Buckthorn Valley are randomly getting mutated. A phenomenon that has become known as the curse of Buckthorn Valley. When farmers discover a cave, there's a suspicion that this place somehow is connected with the curse. Brave adventurers are called upon to search the strange caves and, if possible, put an end to the curse once and for all. And let's see here. Yeah, I like the look of it in the insides, guys. It looks and they got a mutation. Uh, random generator D8 grows antennas from a skull. Can't wear a helmet. 1D4 fingers are turned into claws. Unarmored attacks now do 1D4 plus 1 damage. And slimy mandibles grow out by the person's mouth. Ew. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go looking through this. Oh, the map is kind of cool. It's a very, it's a stylized hex map. It's actually pretty neat. I've never seen one like this before. Now let's see if they give credit to who the, who is the cartographer? 
How come the artist's names are not by their art? I don't know. Usually those are in the in the credit on the front page, and this one doesn't see. Well, he's he's it must be the art guy because it's it, it says text and art by him. So yeah. he must he's one of those bastards I hate that he can do the art and writing. Yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch. Uh, looks good though. Uh, I really I really like this uh, hex map. It's really cool. Very simple, but I I like it a lot actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a nice city map on the next page. So, yeah, it goes through. It looks like everything is divided up into kind of small portions. And he's got like a nice little off section, too, to to set off some side information that you're going to know and need to know. Um, maps look really good. Very clear. They're kind of dark outline, like yeah. black outline, dark. It's not cra uh, cross hatching. It's almost like a very dense stippling yeah, i almost like yeah. yeah but i don't even think it's stippling it just no. yeah it looks good i mean it looks really nice what the hell happened to her? look at that thing i know i saw that one earlier oh it's got a big i don't know what happened to her it looks like one eye and it's covered by a patch is that a patch no i think she got i don't know she looks weird it looks like the top of a shower 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 head yeah or a patch yeah Let's see what it says. Missing an arm, too. Oh, yeah. Well, it might not be there. It just might. Then we go into the lake. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. Actually, this is, I'm, I'm actually impressed with this one. I like this one quite a bit. And I also, you know, it's it's zine size. So that's yeah. Always, uh, it feels, the paper favorite. feels, I mean, the paper feels nice. Yeah, it does. Then it's got an appendix in the back, guys. So for the adventure, there must be some handouts that you can give out. And it looks like he's got two handouts in the back, like letters or pieces of paper, which is kind of neat. And, oh, very nice. And then he has other maps in the back that are player maps. So there's no description on them. They're just blank maps that you can use. Um, does, does yours look like this? Does mine look like what? See all my finger marks on the cover. Yeah, yeah, because it's got that gloss. So, thing, that, so that's the only thing page. I would say is I don't care for the gloss cover, but I love the pages on yeah. the inside. But mine's way more. And then we got one more. We got the abandoned tower, a first through fourth level. That's a big range. OSRBX adventure module. Except he didn't spell module. He's got like a semicolon where the L should be there. Uh, on purpose? I don't think so. But that's okay. I just got lots of typos. Doesn't say the artist. Let's see what it says on the back. Your party of adventurers have a job offer on the table to check out an old abandoned tower. Do you take the offer or pass it up? <laughs> well, I guess he didn't go much into backstory on this one, or he or she. That's funny. It's by FEI Games Inc. RPG Supplements. All right. That's funny. Do you take the offer or pass it up? <laughs> I don't know. I guess if you're broad, no, dude, I pass it up, man. Uh, let's see. This one is probably about 12, 12 pages. I think. Oh no, hell, it's. I think it's eight pages. Eight pages for that big. Yeah. Well, it's not even eight pages because there's nothing on the back page. Okay. 
uh, in the okay so it's eight pages long but the back page is blank then the next two pages from the back are the open gaming license and then the next page is just credit and thanks mm, credit thank you yahoo search engine yahoo search engine and google search yeah. engine Microsoft Paint, PDF Architect, and all these. But most of all, my family's support and understanding. So okay. the content itself is how many pages? So the content itself, so we have the abandoned tower, Lakeside Inn, the next morning, area around the tower, the tower, and eight that's bucks. it. So, well, no, oh, this one was eight bucks? Eight bucks. This was not, no. I'm not going to say this one's worth eight bucks. No. Authored by FEI Games. No, guys, this one's only, seriously, it's three pages with giant and, font. And giant font. And, and uh, a big picture of a rose. This, yeah. So let's, let, let's see what it says, though. Okay, let's let's give it a chance. So maybe it'll be a brilliant three pages with a rose. For eight bucks. Yeah, for eight bucks. It's not good. Uh, while traveling through the village of Blue Lake, your party is approached by one of the local constables. Are you new here? What are your plans here? Are you looking for work? If so, come with me. Okay. The, const <laughs> the constable leads you to a modest but well-kept cottage. He knocks on the door, and when he opens a human man dressed in... Oh. I'm sorry, I forgot the it. I was going to say, what the hell does that mean? And when it opens, a human man dressed in common clothes stands before you. The constable introduces you to each other and then leaves. The village leader, Shem Long, mentions you. I think that's a porn name. I have Shem Long. <laughs> well, there's a slong that ties back to the first part of the podcast. Yeah, we'll tie it. It comes full circle, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, mentions you in and shows you chairs at a table. <laughs> here are my chairs. He also Does offers you. Does really read here are my chairs? No, they added oh, that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why I not? Have, I have four of them. Yeah, I have four of them. Please choose one. <laughs> That's not nice. But you have to leave it here when we're done. He also offers your party food and drink while he talks. Okay, so now, now we're going to Shem. This is Shem talking now, guys. I am glad to meet you, and your, and your being here means you have interest in what I have to offer. And he's, he's big with the, what is it called? What's the three dots in a row? Uh, I don't remember. It's not, a, it's not a, no, it's not an ellipse. I don't know what it is. Uh, I know. I'm thinking of epaulette, but that's the thing you put on your shoulder. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know, but you know. Ears. So he's big into the three dots. Everything's got three dots by it when he ends a sentence. Look at it. three dots, three dots, three dots, three dots. All the way through that. I will get right to the point if you, of you being brought to me. A traveling merchant a couple of days ago informed our village that he has some strange activity going on at the abandoned tower on the other side of the lake. Since he is just a merchant, he turned around and took the other trail into our village. I thought that wasn't so one word. Uh, now this might be something, or it could be nothing, but either way, we can't take a chance of it being something bad, triple dots. I am authorized to offer each of you a merchant voucher worth 30 gold pieces. 
can go up to 35 gold pieces just to go out there and investigate it triple dots i know this is not much at all but if your party you say triple dots each time yeah dots. takes care of the problem i can add another 70 gold merchant 70 gold pieces gold piece merchant voucher to the payment arrangement agreement Good grief, I can't read this. Along with the land title of ownership to the tower. Triple dots. I was going to say, I'm waiting for the triple dots. I had to swallow my spit. <laughs> oh, Obviously, God. anything Spanky. inside the tower is yeah. yours for the taking as well. Triple dots. I can arrange sleeping arrangements at no cost to you in our modest inn if you wish. And you can tell me in the morning of your decision. Only one period. If the party decides to wait until the morning, Shem will walk the party over to the Lakeside Inn and tells the owner that he will cover the cost of the sleeping arrangements. Shem will also give the bartender a few coins to buy the party a round of drinks. So that's what you have. Now, there is a map map in here, a set of three maps, and it does look like he did it on Microsoft Paint. So it's 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 not good, guys. I mean, you can kind of tell what's going on, but it just basically looks like a giant slumber party. Let me see. Yeah, he's got. Let me. Bed. He's big in the bedrolls. Apparently, he had a bedroll thing. So let's let's. What's a bedroll? That's that's where he like a uh, sleeping bag. You know. So he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, twenty, twenty-two. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, thirty-three, one, three, two, three. You got thirty-three bread rolls. Bread <laughs> this rolls. Is bread rolls. Yeah, that I would. That would be okay. <laughs> I should have called this the tower, the abandoned tower of bed rolls, and that. But uh, yeah, so lots of bed rolls in this thing. But he, there's really no description of the, the. He gives area around the tower, just a very general a one paragraph thing about what's going on around the tower and. It, <laughs> okay, I don't know what this means. All right, I'm going to read you as it's written. Uh, any, if anybody checks for tracks, they will find the tracks of typical small wildlife, horses, ponies, and various sizes of human and humanoid footprints going, and it's supposed to be, you know, footprints, going in all directions. The DM should feel free to ask anything if so desired. I know. Now, what does that mean? That should, the GM should feel free to ask. But who's he asking? The players should feel free to ask anything. Mm. You know, I mean, maybe I, a young person did this. That's what I'm thinking. And that's in that, well, in that case, good job. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm poking at this one a little bit, but when you're charging eight dollars for really. something, eh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a maybe a. You know, especially for the content. I don't involved. understand the what makes me think a young person did this. These big flowers here. Yeah, there's. And then there's just this tiny thing. Over the artwork there. does not match what's going on in there. Um, but I will say it is at least easy to read. Yeah, he uses big font for the three pages he wrote on. It, yes, he or she. It is easy to read. Yeah, he or she. This could be a. But for eight dollars, this does not seem like um. No, and then it, then it, then there's a description of the tower. Uh, I believe there's an ogre and some five kobolds in it. Um, it's kind of like it's it's not an adventure. It's a setup. 
it's a setup to an adventure. You know, it's it, it's a little site that's there. I wouldn't take this as an adventure. What I would do with this one, you know, if I I go to take this one, I do my micro locations. I would make this a micro location. So I would take it and I would say, hey, all right, this is not going to make an adventure, but I can put it somewhere where like the players could have almost a random encounter with it and I could put it anywhere because there's really nothing tied to it. I don't need Shem to get the players there. I think it should be smaller zine size and mm. less money and we don't need this. No. Thank you, thanking Google and PDF and Microsoft Paint. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. That, that's doesn't, that doesn't serve the gamer. No. That doesn't serve the person. Um, Special thanks to the unknown artists right. <laughs> who created the public domain art. So, all right, you know. I'll tr I'm, I'm going to pull back my picking on, but so then he, then on the, one of the pages, it's just got a picture of a, a kobold, but it, it's actually a picture of a mouse. Oh, just a, um, what do they call that? Morphodized mouse. I don't know. You know, when they make things more human, like, uh -oh. and then like an ogre and that, but, uh, yeah, it's just a quick stat block on, on both of those. So that's where we leave off the abandoned tower and then and uh, the cover is very simplistic it's kind of got a gradient from black to kind of brown at the top the font that's used in the bottom is kind of difficult to read because uh not so much the font but they used a gradient in the f the font itself and it has black on the top and on the bottom and then it fades to or goes to white in the middle you can read it but it's kind of difficult and then it's got a picture of a tower, almost like my my tower that I use. This looks pretty close. You're gonna hit it. Oh, am I gonna hit the thing again? Yeah. Um, but it's blurry. You know, it's very pixelated kind of picture and everything. So, yeah. So maybe FIE games. I mean, you know, if it was a kid thing, I can see that. But like I said, I, I still have to take the task. If you're gonna charge someone eight dollars for an adventure, yeah. kid or not, you still need to. Um, put a little bit of effort because you can tell no one edited this you, know, you, you need to give it to your mom or dad or whoever or your friend and just have them just kind of uh take a look and at if it if someone doesn't have an editor they could always read it into a microphone and then listen to it back right i mean yeah. that's what i used to do at, at one point i when i needed to edit something quick and i didn't have a girlfriend to give it to i'd be right. like boom when you, when you need to get it done quick well, this is wouldn't take too long to go no, through. No, I know, anyway. I know. It's, but, I mean, it's great having when I was able to give my stuff to my friends, but sometimes that's not a possibility. So reading it back, I think, is. A... I don't know why there's so many bedrolls. I'm still I'm still confused by the mass of bedrolls. So which there. one do you like the most? I have well, the, I, yeah, the, the curse. Yeah, I mean the, the paper on this one. I don't I don't like the gloss on any of the covers. No, the gloss. I think I don't know if that's a Lulu thing or if that's a choice. I'm not really sure. I, uh, I dislike gloss, but I don't does, even like gloss. Does Chuck's paint, have so. gloss? Yeah, Chuck's has got gloss on it too. Um, but as far as the paper goes, I love I love this paper. Yeah, I know the the curse of Blackthorn Valley is definitely. I love it. It feels like I nice. want read it you know i like touching it and i just like the, you know you got one guy with one vision and i always like it when i Look see pieces oh, where like, ivy's smelling all the books some of them now. smell better than others she's like got her nose right in oh, every one every book's crotch <laughs> just getting right in there getting <laughs> right in, just snuggle your nose right in there yeah, just... see that <laughs> get in there oh, there this it is one's a little stinky. 
Uh, probably the more ink, the stinkier it is. But what I like, really like about the Curse of Blackthorn, I like the way it's laid out. I like the style that the um, what's his name was John used, and and it's and you can tell it's a cohesive piece because throughout the thing, you know, it's one artist. He's doing yeah. the maps. He's doing yeah. the um, it's cohesive. the the artwork and everything. So yeah, but no, I thought for a good haul. I mean, all these. What did I? Even with the double buybacks, I think we get forty. No, I now I think it was fifty with a stupid. So how many did I get? One, two, four, six. I got seven. With the shipping. Oh and yeah. The tax, you're at fifty-three thirty-two. So I got seven books, guys. The seven books cost me forty-one sixteen, and that's with the double one there. So it would have been less than that. But the shipping, shipping cost was almost ten bucks. It was, yep. or it was nine fourteen. Tax was three dollars, so it came up to a total of fifty-three dollars. And for what did I? Say? I forgot already. Seven books. One, two, three. Yeah, seven books. You divide what's fifty-three divided by seven. I can't do that. Oh, please be careful. What's that? Please be careful. Not uh, pause. So each book was like seven fifty-eight each total. Um, definitely, I you know. If I would have known, if I had a preview of the abandoned tower, I definitely wouldn't have gotten that one. Um, just, uh, just eh, needs a little bit for eight bucks. Definitely not. Would I buy it for like two or three bucks? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I wouldn't give it as much shit if it was if it was that much because but that's about that, what it, that's that, about what right, it's worth. That's true. And um, yeah, so that's what it is, guys. So that's my unboxing from Lulu. Thank in his new office that we redid this weekend, it is beautiful it in is. here. It is. I'm hoping to do oh. some more podcasting here because it's so nice just to have the stretchy Armstrong thing here. For the mic. For the mic. Stretchy so. Armstrong. <laughs> and he's got this big honking desk and two monitors and all the room to work now. And it's just really, really nice. Yeah. It's nice to have a place set up to work properly. Yeah. So I'm hoping to be a little bit more productive and... Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's it. Thanks, thanks for joining. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, I was I had to bribe her to uh, talk in this podcast. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. No, I no, no. haven't talked on any podcast. No, so I'm like, she's like, oh, I opened up your box. I'm like, hey, I was gonna do an unboxing. <laughs> I, I didn't look at it. I just opened it. Now it's just like an op like open up boxing or something like that. Well, it was new to you. You didn't get to see it. Was I like did that. not get to see it. So, all right, guys, appreciate uh, you guys uh, checking out podcast, listening for the song. Um, song? Hmm? Listening for the song? Listening for what song? Didn't you just say listening for a song? Oh, God, you're going to have to help me out here. <laughs> <laughs> she can't see, she can't hear. Uh, <laughs> If there's any single females out there listening. Yeah, I don't think so. And that's where we're going to go. Bye-bye, guys. See ya. Oh, yeah, and Ivy forgot to let me add. Roll better me. Please, God.